Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Podcast. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia. Today's message is from our Sunday morning worship service. Our speaker is none other than our very own senior pastor, Elder Dr. Shelley D. Boone II. We hope this message blesses you as much as it did our congregation. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Well, praise the name of the Lord. Thank God for uh, the deacons today for bringing uh, musical selections for me. I just thank God. I love to worship. I love to praise the Lord. I love Easter Sunday. And there is a word from the Lord on today. If you would, please go with me to First Peter. First Peter. And once you go to First Peter, if you would, go to chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3. Thank God for allowing us to see this first Sunday in April, April the 4th, 2021. Uh, the Lord has uh, put us on his mind, and he has blessed us once again. Uh, and that blessing comes today from the epistle of 1 Peter, 1 Peter uh, chapter 3, 1 Peter chapter 3. And once you have 1 Peter chapter 3, if you would go with me, please stroll down to verse 21. We should receive our blessings there. And if you have 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21, you should find these words. And the Bible reads, the like figure were unto even baptism that also now save us not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So far the reading of God's most holy word. Church, while you are with me, please uh, pray with me and pray for me. Father, we thank you right now for a good conscience. We thank you for guarding our minds, our hearts, our spirits, our soul, our families, our friends, our loved ones. We thank you for the power that you that you showed after shedding your blood on Calvary's cross. We ask that you continue to let us remember this Resurrection Sunday, for you have risen. We thank you for rising on the third day. Father, we thank you for all the power uh, that you have put in the earth that we might uh, live and have life more abundantly. We ask that you let this be a memorable day uh, in our life for the rest of our life. Let us tell our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren all about uh, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we'll forever give you the honor and the glory and the praise. Father, you've been so good to us. Now keep us in perfect peace and allow our minds to be stayed on you. We give you glory today. We give you honor today. We give you praise today. And we bless your holy name. And we thank you for all that you do, all that you've done, and all that you will do in our lives. For you are the perfect God for your imperfect people, in the matchless name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. I thank God for each and every one of you in my prayers on a consistent basis. I thank God for all the things that he's shown us uh, that will lead us up to this great resurrection day. This is a hallmark. This is a foundation, a landmark, uh, an altar of the Christian movement 
at large. This is the day that the Lord had made. This Resurrection Sunday is so magnificent in our lives, in every facet of our lives. Uh, I, I always go back into my childhood, and, and as a child, I thought as a child, I reasoned as a child, and, and I just, just thought Easter was just all about uh, that new suit. Uh, I found out later in life that it was more than a new suit. It's more than just the new shoes. It's more than just the Easter speech. Uh, It's more than just the Easter egg, the Easter egg hunt, the bunny, uh, the candy. It's more, it's more than that. It's, it's more than I could ever imagine. It is a foundation of the way that we must, live. It's a way of life. It is our, it's just like we need blood, we need air, we need oxygen. We need the resurrection to survive if we're going to truly say that we are Christians, that we are uh, in the likeness of God, that we serve Jesus Christ. We must know that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is what we're all about. And it's for that cause I want to minister today Uh, from the subject, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I I just want to take a few moments of your time today to talk about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And I want us to leave today knowing that there is something about us that separates us from the entire world, and that is that we have the resurrection of Jesus Christ in our soul, in our spirit, in our being. We are part of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We can't let this work on Calvary, this 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 sacrifice of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ just go uh, uh, in the wind and just blow away as though it never existed. This is what we're all about, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It gives us what we need to survive. It gives us what we need to, to do the will of the Lord. It gives us everything that we need to be everything that God has called us to be. We are part of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We are the ones that that go visit the sick. We are the ones that, that do everything that the Lord has commanded us to do, and that's to go ye and proclaim in the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And we can't do that without the resurrection of Jesus Christ. What a marvelous day to be in the Lord. I love the Lord for he's heard my cry over and over and over and over and over again. And when I think about the goodness of the Lord and all that he's done for me, yes, my soul cries out, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. Thank God for watching over me. Thank God for not allowing me to go so far. Thank God for being the anchor of my soul. Thank God for for bringing me in the right place at the right time that I might be saved, that I might be able to proclaim the goodness of the Lord, that I might be able to understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ is what I'm all about. That's the reason why we can come to church all the time. We can come to our conference calls all the time. We can do our assignments all the time. We can be all that God has called us to be. And it's because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And when we understand what we must go through and what God has put before 
for us, we will treasure the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Even if I don't get another suit in my life, if I don't see another Easter egg hunt, if, if nothing else that I used to know happens again in my life, I still know that the resurrection of Jesus Christ makes me who I am. God bless you, and may the Lord continue to keep you, but may the Lord continue to open your eyes of understanding toward the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The resurrection of Jesus Christ has made us, has molded us, has put us on the potter's wheel, and now we're, we're just like silver and gold. We have been refined to be a part of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. There's a complete story that's been told here in First Peter, uh, uh, in the in the first in First Peter chapter three, in the in the beginning of this chapter, uh, verses one through eleven, he begins to talk about living a Christian life and how we ought to be subjective uh, one to another, how we ought to love the Lord, love our spouses, love our friends, love our enemies. Love is a is a key factor in the in the very beginning of First Peter chapter three, and then the resurrection, the understanding of the resurrection begins to take its form. And I see, first of all, we must, we must know these, these seven basic principles, these complete principles that show us what the resurrection of Jesus Christ is to us, what it means to us. Oh, we can proclaim all day long that Jesus died, uh, that he was buried, and that he rose, and that he's arisen, and that he's alive, and that he keeps living, and that is true, and that is true, and that is true, and that's what Jesus Christ is all about, but that is not all the story. That's where the story begins, and then it must have some effect on our life that we'll be separated from the world, that we can be we can be called out, that we can be used by the Lord, that the resurrection of Jesus Christ continue to live in us. We still have the resurrecting power. God, we still we still have the the resurrection power to save our brothers, to save our sisters, to save our cousins, our friends, our family, all of our loved ones. We still have that power if we just let the resurrection of Jesus Christ rest, rule, and abide in our life. We'll see that we are much more like Christ than we ever thought we could be, than we ever thought we would be, because God still is looking for a man or a woman that he can use on this earth in this kingdom as it is in heaven, that the resurrection of, the, of Jesus Christ continues to be the, the foundational part of Christian life, and that's why I love Peter sometimes, because Peter tells it just like it is. And and in First Peter uh, chapter three, I told you from verses one through eleven, he gives you the synopsis of a of a Christian life that we should live. Yes, and I understand it, but then he starts to bring the resurrection of Jesus Christ into our being. And first of all, I want you to know that you must understand the sovereignty. Of Jesus Christ, First uh, Peter chapter three verse twelve. We start there, and and we see 
that Peter begins to tell us about the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. If you live in right, God has his eyes on you, and, and God has his ears attentive to your prayers because God is sovereign. God is all, he's, a, he's all that what we need him to be. Uh, we learn that God is omnipotent, meaning he's all-powerful, he's omniscient, he's, he's all-knowing, has all knowledge, but he's omnipresent, he's everywhere all the time. You can't get away from God. God is so powerful, and his sovereignty is everywhere. But if we're righteous, if we're living right, if we're living under the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, his sovereignty is on our life. And the Bible tells us in that same verse that, that the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. That's why we have to straighten up and fly right because the resurrection of Jesus Christ is on our life. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh-huh. And once we understand that the sovereignty is on our life, we must know that we are going to suffer. We are going to have to suffer some losses. First uh, Peter chapter 3, verse 14 tells us, but if you suffer for righteousness, happy are we. That's why the scripture tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We don't have to be afraid of anything. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Oh, I'm telling you today that we're going to suffer if you're going to live right. You're going to lose some family members. You're going to lose some friends. You're going to lose some houses, some cars, some jobs, some things. You're not going to be invited to a whole bunch of stuff. But if you live right, oh, I remember, I remember going and, and, and having this song in my mind. It says, I've learned how to live right. Oh, yeah. I've learned how to live holy because if I live holy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see. I'm going to see the Lord. I tell you, if we just understand that suffering is not that we've done anything bad. Suffering is just that we're still under the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Why? Because we must be sanctified uh, by God. Look at verse 15. First Peter 3 and 15 said, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Father, Father, we ask that you let this mind be in us that was in, in, in Jesus Christ and put it in our hearts. God, our hearts and our minds. That's what we have to do. That's how we get sanctified. We, we study the scripture. We show ourselves approved. We do the things that God has called us to do. And, but we sanctify the Lord God in our hearts. I live for the Lord. I preach for the Lord. I say for the Lord. I talk for the Lord. I walk for the Lord. I dress for the Lord. I do everything that Lord, the Lord might get the glory out of my life. That's what we talk about when we say sanctify ourselves because then we can always be prepared. Uh, the scripture tells us to be to be always ready, to be always ready to give an answer to every man that asks a reason. Why? Why? Why do you still keep talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Why do you still have hope? Why do you still have joy? Why do you still uh, keep doing what God says? And we have to be prepared. That's why we're saying that we, we shall prosper, and that's why we study that we're going to continue to preach this word, that we will always be prepared to help those that are homeless, help those that are helpless, help those that are weak, help those that are less than, help those that don't know the Lord and 
that is our Savior, but most of all, that do not understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's what we do. We sanctify ourselves uh, because sin is ever-present. We have to understand that sin is ever-present. Oh, Lord, in verse in First Peter uh, uh, 3 and 18, uh, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ has suffered for our sins. It's, he suffered for our sins. He went to Calvary cross that we might have life and life more abundantly. He has atoned for our sins. That's why we can do what's right. We can do the right thing. Oh, because God is not going to put more on us than what we can bear. But when they tried and tried and tried our Savior, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they could find no guile in him oh, because he had already he had already been a perfect God for imperfect people, that when the resurrection of Jesus Christ do occur, all of our sins are forgiven us. God is a good God. God is a wonderful God. God is a powerful God. And it makes no difference whether you're living for him right now or you're living for him for eternity because God has all power, which means we are spiritual beings, and God even cover us spiritually, that those that die in Christ will always live. Hallelujah. That's why First Peter chapter 3, verse 19 says, says that, that he, which he went and preached unto the spirits in prison. He's the God of heaven. He's the God of hell. He's the God almighty. And even if when we die in him, he can still raise us up because there is life after this. There is life in with Jesus Christ. We will go to the throne of glory. We will begin to see his face. There is an opportunity that God is going to minister to us even after we've gone and left this earth. God is a great God. He's a powerful God. Life and death is in his hand, and death and life is in our tongue. We must continue to preach this gospel and teach this gospel and tell everybody about the resurrection of Jesus Christ because that's what keeps us saved. Hallelujah. That's what keeps us saved. Look at salvation in 1 Peter uh, chapter 3, verse 20. Uh, it says, now, which, which sometimes were disobedient. Yes, sometimes we were even disobedient when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared. There was a prepared place for us, and there is a still a prepared place for us, and all we have to do is wait for it because we are going to get our crown of glory. All we have to do is continue to be saved, continue to wait, I say, on the Lord for those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. We're going to mount up. We're going to be ready to be with the Lord. We're going to be ready to do what God has called us to do. We're going to be saved on this side of the Jordan River, and we're going to be saved when it's time to go to heaven. We're going to be saved, and I can just see the heavens opening up and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You believed and you trusted in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and now enter into the glory. Enter in into your wealthy place. Enter in until this eternal life. I tell you, the salvation not only covers me, but the Bible says it covers my family and all those that I'm praying for because he says, he says that even the eight souls were saved by water. I'm telling you that Noah's whole family was saved because Noah did right. Noah loved the Lord. Noah walked with God. 
Noah trusted and believed God. You don't have to be perfect, but you have to understand that the resurrection of Jesus Christ not only covers you, but it covers your family. Scripture tells us that God is going to increase us more and more not just us, but our family, our children, our grandchildren, our nieces, nephews, cousins, sisters, brothers, uncles, fathers, parents, anybody. It makes no difference. When we start living for the Lord and start operating under the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our entire families will be saved. Oh, everybody can walk with the Lord for a day or two, but can you do it for a lifetime? Hallelujah, 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 because this God I'm talking about that we serve is the most powerful God in all the earth, in all the eternity, in all the heavens, because subjectivity belongs to him. The resurrection of Jesus Christ teaches us about the subjectivity of Jesus Christ. Oh, man, everything, everything is subject to his authority. First Peter chapter 3, verse 22 says, Who is gone into heaven, our Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, is now at the right hand of God. The Bible says that angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. That's why we can stand on this side of the earth and tell everybody that at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the living God and the resurrection of Jesus Christ gives us that power. All we have to do is to understand the seven principles of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that the sovereignty gives him all power, that the suffering gives him all power, that the sanctity gives us all power, that the sins give him all power, that the spirituality gives him all power, the salvation gives him all power, and the subjectivity gives him all power. The resurrection of Jesus Christ, it lives in us. We are his children, and we proclaim today that the resurrection of Jesus Christ gives us all power to continue to go and tell them that the resurrection of Jesus Christ lives in us. In the name of Jesus Christ, let us pray. Father, we thank you today. We thank you today. We thank you today. We thank you for all that you've said to us. We thank you all that you thank you for all that you've shown us. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us, not just over the years, but but even in the future. We give you glory right now for the things that you're about to do. Father, continue to show your power on the earth. Continue to to be our sovereign God. Father, we thank you for suffering for us. We thank you for allowing us to sanctify ourselves by putting you in our hearts. Father, we give you glory that you atone for our sins. We thank you, Lord, for, for even being such a spiritual God that you will continue to save us even after we leave this earth. We thank you for the salvation, not only for us, but for our family. But, God, we thank you for allowing us to be subject unto you, and we give you glory. Father, we give you honor. We thank you for this Easter Sunday. We thank you for this Resurrection Sunday. We thank you, Lord, for the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.
We really hope that you enjoyed today's message and that it was truly a blessing to your soul. We would like to thank you again for tuning in to our podcast. God bless you and have a wonderful day.